Welcome to the Newtown Business Association's Business School Podcast. Our goal is to help you make the most of your business by providing you with information and advice from fellow NBA members. I'm your host, Rodney Warner. Thank you for joining us on the Newtown Business Association Business School Podcast. I'm your host, Rodney Warner. And today's topic, uh, hopefully pain-free and informative uh, subject, is uh, payroll services. And today's guest is Steve Sable, representing the payroll factory. What we do on a daily basis is we take businesses and organizations from one employee up to 2,000, make them payroll compliant, so they can focus on what they do best, which is their core business. All right. Thank you very much, Steve. And thank you for your time. Give me a definition of payroll services. I mean, what does that mean? What do clients get? What payroll service companies are entities for companies and organizations to outsource the payroll function from payroll to W-2s. Why should an employer outsource that function as opposed to doing it themselves? The question comes up quite often. In, and I used to start off by saying to an employer or client or prospect, Payroll is a non-profitable item for an employer. You don't make money doing payroll. The reason why an employer is required to do payroll is because the government demands it. It's called payroll taxes. And that is what an employee, an employer sees between the gross pay and the net pay. That little thing in the middle, your gross is this and your net is this. Well, what's this what are these numbers in the middle? That's the reason why you do payroll. Not only to get people paid, but you got to pay payroll taxes to these various tax agencies from federal down to local. And I assume a business owner would have to learn all that stuff. It's just not the, the time you spend, you know, actually doing the work. It's the time you spend learning about all that stuff and keeping up with that stuff because that stuff changes over time. Every day, every, you know, everybody tends to think that payroll tax law changes, labor law changes occur at the end of each year. That's not necessarily the case. Every day, once a week, there's always something that comes through my email in terms of a, in the United States, one of the states changes a labor law, a minimum wage of some sort. So that doesn't normally occur at the beginning of the year. The city of Philadelphia, if they're going to change their wage tax percentage, they do it for July 1st. So everybody is different. And that's one of the reasons why companies and organizations will just say, you know what? I don't have time for this stuff. I'll outsource it to companies like the payroll factory and let them handle it. I've got more important things to do in my business, sit in front of a computer, make sure I take care of all my employees' checks and direct deposits do all the payroll tax filing? Are you kidding me? And get have a chance of a chance of it being wrong, and I get I get a notice from the IRS, which I give to my accountant and let him work it. No, that's not what I want to do. So, what are some signs that an employer should seriously consider outsourcing this function? I have a couple of options here and signs that the employer should look at. Number one, new entities. I mean, when I say new entities, I mean startups brand new. And I work with a number of the very small entities that are one and two employees. This today, I, before I came on the podcast, I've got a client over in Mount Laurel that's starting as a brand new entity and working with them. And their accountant basically did not want him at all to handle the payroll. 
So we're handling it for him and actually doing the, the state registrations for him as well. That's number one. The accountant doesn't want his or her client even thinking of handling the payroll tax deposits and filing. Multi-jurisdiction clients with more than one state or locale. So I'll give you an example of this Mount Laurel client I have. He only has one employee on payroll, but the employee lives in Pennsylvania. There's reciprocity between the two states. So we have to set up New Jersey withholding, you know, Pennsylvania withholding, excuse me, New Jersey unemployment. That's two different entities, two different agencies that we have to work with and set up registrations for. Businesses that are growing with employees is another act of outsourcing the payroll. It's easy for a one person, you know, I'll be honest with a one person account, they could probably do the payroll themselves, wouldn't recommend it, but okay. But now they start to grow and expand and they add five, six, seven employees. They open up another location within the state or another location outside the state. The red flag should go up. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I got to take care of this. Now I'll outsource the payroll to the payroll factory. It is taking business owners or bookkeepers a longer time to per pay period to prepare the payroll. And that goes with the expansion as they're growing and expanding. You may be doing an hour, two hours, three hours, every pay period, getting the others, gathering the data and doing the payroll from start to finish. That's a lot of time. And that's your time you're taking out, but depending upon what your rate of pay is. Payroll tax penalties, which can be very costly. A lot of times a payroll tax penalty pays for the payroll service. People don't realize that. You underpaid a payroll tax, you're gonna be paying hundreds of dollars for a penalty that could pay for the payroll service. And that payroll tax penalty comes off their bottom line. It's not gonna come off anything else. It's gonna come off the employer's bottom line. And then last but not least, the store shelf payroll programs that are out there may not be fulfilling the needs of the organization. Maybe the company wants payroll integration with like QuickBooks, which is the most predominant storefront, store shelf payroll package out there for small businesses. Hey, I'd like to integrate this stuff. And QuickBooks is a decent platform, but they may not be able to handle some of the things that a payroll service like the payroll factory can handle, like local taxes here in Pennsylvania. So those are just some of the reasons why employers should outsource their payroll. I'm curious because, you know, everybody who, who I've worked for outsourced payroll. It's just something they didn't want to do with. I mean, how many employers are out there that actually still do it themselves? Well, the last survey that was done through both the American Payroll Association and some of the various international accounting services, I would roughly say, and I looked at research this stuff, probably 30 to 35% of it outsourced their payroll to payroll service providers. So needless to say, there's a lot of opportunity out there in the payroll service business. Um, but that's what I would probably go with 30 to 35%. There really isn't a hard number to say, oh, at 32.7%, but I roughly 30 to 35% outsource their payroll. And again, depending upon the entity and everything else, that's really what we're looking at right now. Let's say I'm an employer. I want to save some time. I want to prevent some possible liability, you know, if, if I make a mistake. And I'm, I'm just kind of curious if, if, let's say, lightning strikes and a payroll service makes a mistake, doesn't pay the right taxes, doesn't do whatever, are, are they on the hook for, for the penalties or the interest or all that stuff? The ball is in our court 
if the if the if the inquiry the tracer occurred while we are doing your payroll, then it is our responsibility. It's simple as that. And what our clients do, and look, these things are going to come to play. The IRS, the state, these notices do come out and cross paths, whatever. They're going to make mistakes over in, in, in this, at the state level, the Fed, whatever. Client gets the notice. What do I do with it? Easy. You send it to me. Don't hold on to it and do not give it to your accountant. You want to give a copy to your accountant, that's fine. But the first thing you need to do is you send it directly to companies like us. That's our responsibility. So we can get to the to we can get take care of the tracer for you and resolve. So let's say I decide I don't want to do this anymore. I'm gonna hire somebody else. I'm gonna outsource this. There's more than one company out there as far as payroll services are concerned. You know, what are the things that I should look for when I choose a payroll company? So to answer your question, you're looking to outsource your payroll for whatever variety of reasons you're looking to outsource the payroll. And uh, what are you looking for in a payroll company? So there's a handful of things you want to look for as the, as the decision maker. Number one, how long has the provider been in business? Number two, do they have clients in my industry I can call on as a reference? Why not? Hey, do you have anybody in my specific industry that you do payroll for? And may I have references that I can contact them directly? I have a wish list for what I'm looking for. Can the payroll service provide me what I need versus the company having to comply with the payroll service platform? Meaning, as I have things that I need, are you going to accommodate me or basically, this is the platform that you offer. I have to abide by what you have. Very important question, especially if you're growing and expanding. You want this to be a long-term relationship, not a quick, oh boy, why did I pick this payroll provider and I'm six months in kind of thing and I got to look again kind of stuff. Are they flexible in case of emergencies or needing to add additional features? Very important. Things come up, you're growing, expanding, you need more reporting mechanisms. My payroll, can my payroll service provide me that? As my company grows, will the payroll service grow with me? Nothing pleases me more than to see a payroll, co a company that I set up with one or two employees that has 25 to 50 employees now. And the reason they're with us and they're happy with companies like the payroll factories because as they've grown, the payroll company has grown as well with them. Is the company, is the payroll service bonded, insured, and a SOC 1 as per the Emergency Certified Public Accounts? You had mentioned before about tax liability. That's important. You, are you insured? Are the company, is the, is the service insured, payroll service insured? Can you show me a document that you were insure, are insured, are bonded? Many payroll companies like the payroll factory go through audits at the end of the year, external audits, or say internal audit done by an external accounting firm where they check the processes and controls. It's called a SOC 1, S-O-C 1. And it's administered by the, and it's, by the American Institute of Certified Public Accounts. And that goes a long way, especially when you're, I talk to CPAs and even controllers and CFOs that are CPA, CPAs by nature. The other thing I would also do, you have an accounting firm that does your, your, does your accounting work, your corporate work, your management consulting work. Ask them, who do they know? Who do they recommend? 
chances are they have one, two or three people or companies that they recommend. And that's as good a start. We have had, in, we've had good experiences with, with this particular firm or these firms. So those are some of the reasons, what I would say as an employer, looking to outsource the payroll, what kind of payroll company you wanna look for. And work. What's the uh, what's the industry practice? Are you contractually obligated to stick with a company for a certain period of time, or or can you come and go, however, how you know, whenever you please? In the payroll service business, and I've been doing this for over thirty eight years, there is no contractual obligation whatsoever. We're a service company, just like any other service industry providers. Granted, when you start with a payroll provider, there are documents that we will ask you to authorize, but they are for one or two reasons. Number one, you are going to give us the authority to electronically deposit and file all of your payroll taxes when due quarterly and annually out of the, pay, out of the account, bank account that you specify. If you don't authorize that, we can't electronically move the money for you. Same with direct deposit. So yeah, those are some documents. And of course, there's a document to authorize for our pricing, but that's pretty much it. I'm using a payroll service and for whatever reason, uh, I'm not happy. What are some common signs that it's time to find somebody else to do this work? As a client grows and expands, the payroll provider is able to accommodate and grow with them. That's one of the biggest things out there. You know, this is our platform. Sorry, you have to comply with it. This is our platform. It's taking you more time. They're not able to provide you what you need. You're flabbergasted. I got to start looking for another provider. Mistakes on the payroll, such as tax notices or errors that affect employees' pay statements. That's really big. You're inputting the payroll. The payroll is correct. You're inputting it, whether phone, iPhone, email, payroll, payroll platforms to the cloud. And all of a sudden, you start to see mistakes being made on employees' pay stubs. Voluntary deductions aren't correct. What gives here? I'm keying it in right. What are you doing on your end? Number three, you're looking for products and services that your current provider doesn't offer. So again, with the you're growing and expanding. You're, you're with a service, that, but you need more. And you just can't get it from that service. That's another reason to look to continue to outsource or to, to look at other options. Honestly, another one, you're receiving terrible service. Client service, you're calling on the phone, you get a case number, they call you back a day later, you gotta re talk about what happened again and again, the stuff isn't being taken care of, you've got some tax issues, this is not being corrected, you're at wit's end, what do I do? You call your accountant, I'm, I'm sick of this stuff. And that's another avenue. And it's affecting your bottom line, especially if they're making mistakes and it's causing tax penalties and it's causing you issues and it's taking time out of your schedule, your productive and profitable schedule to do this stuff. Because this is not a productive and not a profitable entity called payroll. And then last, your fees are increasing year after year. A lot of companies out there don't even realize They've been with a company for so many years, they take them for granted. The payroll service lovely takes them for granted and they raise the fees dramatically until all of a sudden you talk to somebody out of clear blue, you look at your fees and say, what, I'm paying this for this? And then you say, you know what? Maybe we should look. Things are good, 
they're doing the service, but maybe they're taking me for granted. And that happens a lot too. I don't hear from a payroll rep. I don't get an email back or somebody to call or just say, how are things going? Text, an email, a phone call to say, hey, I just wanted to call to say hello. But a lot of times your fees increasing. And in my years, I have picked up clients that are very happy with the service, but have been basically taken for granted. And they're saying, well, I paid this amount for, for this amount of payroll. And I'm like, what, really? And they'll send over an invoice and that's true. And I'll say, um, I could save you some money here. They didn't realize it because maybe they didn't shop around or take a look at it because they took it for granted. Everything is fine, but they didn't realize what's going on. So those are some of the reasons. If you're using an, an agent or a company for a long time, you just, you don't even think about it. That's a you know, great you point. just, you just pay it, you know, unless you're, you're very in tune to cutting costs and maybe you're the kind of person who likes to shop around, but so many of us, we just don't want to bother it. You know, between the internet and COVID, every industry is changing. How has the industry evolved, let's say over the past five or so years as you know, and, and where is it now? I've been in, like I said, I've been in the industry for 38 years. So I've seen this evolution of this industry change from where it was in back in the 80s to where it is today in the 21st century. Um, basically, it comes down to technology. You have cloud-based platforms. We use cloud-based platforms. Um, like everything on my laptop is cloud-based. Could all go to the cloud. I could send an email. It's the cloud. Paperless payroll. We have clients out there that out of sight, out of mind. They're not even touching anything. Everything is emailed to them. It's paperless. We have email pay statements. You know, back in the day, you used to get a delivery of your payroll and then you hand out the pay statement. We have clients that are still doing that. But with direct deposit, they can get their pay statements right on their iPhone. Elect direct deposit. I remember when direct, I've been on direct deposit since the late 80s, mid to late 80s. It's the greatest employee benefit, one of the greatest employee benefits that you can give an employee from an employer standpoint. It's worth every penny versus having them go to the bank and cash your checks. And the banks love it. It's cash on hand. Filing direct, electronically depositing and filing all your payroll taxes. I remember, and this was a West Coast phenomenon back in the 80s. When I initially started the industry, we would give clients complete tax-ready quarterly reports for them to sign off and send to the, you know, mail out to the IRS and the state. And then came payroll, direct deposit, electronic deposit and filing of payroll taxes. I'm like, oh, oh boy, the accountants are going to be upset with us. We're going to lose business and blah, blah, blah. Guess what? That never happened because accountants were loving it. They said, this is great. This is one less headache I don't have to worry about anymore. It's like air conditioning in a car. If I can use that analogy, you go out to buy a new car it's automatically assumed direct air conditioning, right? So that's another thing. Don't have to worry about that stuff. Fantastic. Time and attendance instruments. We have clocks, time and attendance clocks that we can offer clients so they can, for data collection purposes for their employees. So labor intensive work, it doesn't have to be blue collar, it could be white collar. Timesheets, law firms that use timesheets enter their information in. HR has become a very big facet. We have an HR platform as well for businesses where they can keep for compliance purposes. 
just to name a few. So the industry has done a lot. It's gone through a lot. It's gone through a lot of evolution and changes from where it was back in the when I initially joined um, to where we are today. I mean, right now in a COVID period, I'm majority of the business that I'm bringing in. I'm not seeing my clients. They're scanning documents over electronic things and everything else, and out of sight, out of mind. I mean, that's the great thing about it. So yeah, the industry has changed, and I'm no down the line. It's going to keep continue to change. One of the big changes is how much business is done online. You can buy insurance totally online. You don't have to go to your local insurance agent. Uh, the bank that we use has no branches. It's completely online. You can even arrange to buy a car online. You could hook up with a company and they will deliver the car to your house <laughs> and you can give it a test drive and that's completely online. I mean, is that, is that also happening with payroll? Yes. So, I would say. Uh, yes. you know, and I'm, and I'm curious, I mean, if that's completely online, I mean, you're competing with, you know, companies that, you know, they're spread out all over the place mm -hmm. while your company has, has you <laughs> and your, and it's a good thing that you deal with customers, but for the company, maybe you're a cost that these online companies don't have, you know, what's the benefit of somebody using a service like yours with a real live person, as opposed to an online competitor? The local touch, that hasn't changed one iota. We have the technology out there to compete with everybody. I would venture to say it's more of a lo the local touch. There's a lot of national online platforms. They're out there. Um, I'll be honest with you. You can Google them. You'll see them. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, everything is out there. I don't have to name names. It's basically comes down to, I know, Steve, I know, and I've been, like I said, I've been doing this for 38 years. The bulk of my bulk, if not all of my business is referral based business. I built this up that they know they can deal with somebody. Sure, there's online platforms out there, but you have somebody you know, somebody you can trust. We can provide you all the technology you need and we'll set you up. And if I have any questions, I can reach out to Steve meeting myself to take care of all that. That really is, is, a, is a key. I don't have to deal with a, somebody I never even met before, somebody that's 3,000 miles away. I have no idea who they are, who I look at a, at a screen and that's space of what, that's it. So it's personal touch. And um, obviously in today's world with COVID, things are a little bit different. Although I have visited some of my new clients, if I need to, I have to, pre-COVID, that was one of the things I would do was visit all my clients um, and provide them that simple at touch. So that's one of the reasons why they'll come to a company like the payroll factory, because we provide them that, that touch, that local touch, the service aspect. Although the bulk of my business is primarily in the Philadelphia marketplace. I have clients going in California, Florida, is all, you know, online kind of thing. So, so if somebody wants to reach out to you, how would they contact you? They have two options. They can call me by cell phone, which is 267-907-4179. They can email me at steve, S-T-E-V-E, at prfisandfrankusa.com. And if they want to get more information about the Payroll Factory, we have a wonderful website, and it's www.thepayrollfactory.com. Dot com. There's a lot of good stuff on there. 
And if you need a form or IW4 or direct deposit form or local forms or anything, we have a library of payroll forms if a, whatever company is out there and whatever service they may be using, they're there for you as well. All right, Steve, I greatly appreciate your time. Rodney, thank you very much. Honored to be on the on the podcast and honored also to be a member of the Newtown Business Association. And we're honored by all the people who listen to our podcasts and you can listen on the uh, Newtown Business Association website, townba.org. We're also available on Spotify, on Anchor, Google, Apple. We're out there. You can find us. And uh, we thank everybody for listening and uh, check out the podcast we've done in the past. We've got a whole library of them and uh, we hope that you stay tuned for future podcasts. Once again, thank you very much, Steve. Thank you everyone for listening. And until next time, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Newtown Business Association's Business School Podcast. You can learn more about the NBA and join the association at newtownba.org. That's www.newtownba.org.